Welcome to the Dr. Obedovinga Day podcast. Dr. Obed is a thought leader and apologist who speaks to life's great existential questions of origin, purpose, faith, and destiny with fluency and grace. He is an author and the president of the Christ Cosmopolitan Incorporated, a vibrant apostolic commission that heralds the message of the fullness of Christ. Dr. Obed has seen his ministry soar to great heights over several years, touching the lives of many across the globe through his various ministry platforms. May you grow in grace and the knowledge of Christ as you listen to mind-renewing and heart-enlightening messages by Dr. Obed. Do enjoy this teaching. God bless you. The word of God speaks concerning Areopagus, mass heal in the book of Acts. The mass heal. He said, mass heal. Let's start from verse 17, Acts 17, 17. Therefore disputed he in the synagogue. Watch this. Mass. Yes. When we talk about mass, the moment we are moving into Arius, from Arius, we now go further into Taurus. Watch here. From Arius, which is the start of an event. Yes. Taurus, which is the next moment where we begin to talk. Okay. I'll explain all of these things in a moment. Okay. Because in Taurus, we are looking at communication. Okay. One that must talk. The Bible says, therefore, in Acts 17, 17, he disputed in the synagogue with the Jews and with the devout persons and in the market daily with them that met with him. Then certain philosophers of the Epicureans and of the Stoics encountered him. And some said, what will this Babla say? Other some, he seemed to be a setter forth of strange gods because he preached unto them Jesus and the resurrection. And they took him and brought him to Areopagus. Why did they bring him to Areopagus? Why did they bring him to Arius? Because it is in this place that they settled disputes and fights. And other than he said, and they took him and brought him to Areopagus, which in Greek simply means the mountain of Arius, saying, may we know what this new doctrine wherefore thou speakest is. Question is, why would they bring him to Areopagus? Why is it that they didn't finish up the matter that Paul was talking about in the marketplace or in the synagogue, but they brought them to the place of the hill referred to as the mass hill, where matters were settled and matters were concluded. Hmm. So we see that the Bible writers were very knowledgeable, even in the days of Paul the apostles, apostle of the matter of the science of the sun, moon, and stars. Now watch this. The Bible said, Then Paul stood in the midst of mass hill and said, You men of Athens, I perceive that in all things you are too superstitious. Verse 23. For as I passed by and beheld your devotions, I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God. So watch this. Paul positioned himself where he was brought to on the mass hill because right from Mass Hill, you are supposed to go to the place of Taurus where you speak and settle disputes. Okay. Now, all of these summing up is actually a progress of our lives. When we talk about the zodiac, 
the zodiac actually means the path of life what is the zodiac in the book of Job, the chapter 38 the verse 31 to the verse 33 the word of god says that god said i am the one in charge of the zodiac i'm the one in charge of the constellations i am the one that makes one constellation come after the other Let's start from Job 38, the verse 31. He said, Canst thou bind the sweet influences of Pleiades, okay. which is in the neck of Taurus, or lose the bands of Orion? Pastor, without the bands of Orion, we will never be able to tell our cardinal. Because it is the bands of Orion that gives us the north and the southing directions and cardinals. And when we go across it, we are now able to know the signs of the east and the west. Now, the word of God in the verse 32 says, verse 32, Canst thou bring forth Mazaroth in his season? And the Hebrew word for Mazaroth comes from the word Mazar. And this word Mazar actually speaks of the 12 constellations. The signs of the constellations. Can you bring them forth? And Canst thou guide Arcturus with his hands? We'll take time off and deal with all of these names in the next episodes as we go forward in decoding our destiny from the stars. So that means that the, the, the Bible is not ignorant. The Bible is open on the matter of the zodiac, the matter of the constellation, the matter of stars. Because God said he has called them by name. It is God who named the stars. When you read the verse 33, he said, Knowest thou the ordinances of heaven? Canst thou set the dominion thereof in the earth? The moment we understand the ordinances of heaven by God's providence, we depend on God to establish their rule or their influence in the earth. Pastor, can you imagine that the nation of Israel, as we have it now, the northern kingdom and the southern kingdom, when God brought them out of Egypt and brought them into the promised land, he was undertaking an actual communication of the heavens. How do we know this? First of all, you remember that the capital was in Gibeah, in the northern kingdom. But then, when David came to establish the temple, he moved the capital from Gibeon and brought it down to Jerusalem. What did he see? The Bible says, David himself said, he received the pattern of the temple by seeing into the pattern of God's temple in the heavenlies. What was it in the heavenlies that he saw? Then he took over the fort and the stronghold of the Jebusites. Do you know that the mountains of Jerusalem were actually apportioned according to the four cardinals of the constellation. Jerusalem as it sits right now is the center of the earth mirroring the heavens. And according to the placements of the temple, Jesus Christ at his descent, he would descend on Mount Olives. Why Mount Olives? We read the scriptures but we don't understand that they are connected to the signs in the heavens. Remember that when Jesus Christ was born, the wise men said they saw his star in the east. Yes. Do you know that when you go to Jerusalem, Mount Olives is in the east? 
No wonder Jesus said, they will see the sign of the Son of Man. Yes. Just as lightning rises from the east and sets in the west. And the only lightning that rises from the east and sets at the west is the sun. So according to the book of Zachariah, Jesus Christ in his descent, in the second appearing, is going to descend on Mount Olives. Watch this. When Jesus Christ had to ascend into the heavens, he, uh, he could have been anywhere yes. and ascended. No, he didn't do that. He went to the place of the star of his birth. He took on the location of the Mount of Olives and ascended on Mount Olives because that is the mountain on the eastern side. And Jesus, don't forget, that he had his star from the east. Yes. The Bible said, and his feet shall stand in that day upon the Mount Olives. That is referred to as the eastern mountain of Jerusalem, which is before Jerusalem on the east. So you get it. Yes. So Mount Olives is in the east. Yes. And Jesus said, remember, that when Jesus Christ was ascending in the book of Acts, two persons appeared and said, this same Jesus. Yes. Just as he ascended, he will also descend in like manner. But Jesus had already prophesied concerning these things in the book of Matthew, that his coming shall be just like the sun rises from the east and sets at the west. And the two persons who appeared from the cloud were also saying that he would descend in like manner just as he ascended. And he would descend on Mount Olives, which is in the eastern portion of Jerusalem. Now watch this. Then the word of God says in the book of Zechariah that when he would have descended on Mount Olives, just doing a little bit of eschatology in the midst of decoding the destiny of our lives in the stars. Jesus Christ himself was decoding his destiny by the stars. Watch this. He said, and the Mount of Olives shall cleave. Why would the Mount cleave? Why will it divide in the midst thereof toward the east and toward the west? There shall be a very great valley and half of the mountain shall remove toward the north. What does he mean by the mountain moving toward the north? When you stand in Israel on Mount Olives, Mount Scopus is in the north. And Mount Scopus is the place where David went to situate his palace. David situated his palace. David situated his palace in the north. All right. Why? Because he had already said that beautiful for situation in the north is Mount Zion. On the sides of the north of the city of the great king. So, all of these things were according to the pattern of the heavens. Do you remember that in the book of Isaiah and in the book of Ezekiel, before the light bringer, the harbinger of light, Lucifer, in his ambition to fall, he said he will rise and he will set up his throne in the north, above the stars of God. So we understand that the palatial system of the heavenlies is in the north. Mm. And anybody, please, there is no argument. Anybody who has ever gone into the heavens and has traversed heaven according to its coordinates cannot make a mistake on the constellations and their positions. Mm. Watch this. In Isaiah 14, he said, for thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. So he's talking about heavenly stuff here. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. 
I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation. And where is that mount of the congregation? In the sides of the north. Then the word of God says promotion does not come from the east. It doesn't come from the west. It doesn't come from the south. That's all he said. But there are four cardinals. Promotion in Psalm 75. Cometh neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. So where does promotion come from? From the north. Because that is the palace. That is the throne room of God. So the throne room of God is situated in the north. In the northern hemisphere, that is where God's throne is. And that is where the kings of the kingdom are seated. Hmm. So who are those in the south? The priests were located in the south. Mount Hermon. And this place, we are beginning to see the Capricornus. The leaders that must lead us into battle. This is the place where they are located in the south. So as you watch carefully, you begin to understand that Mount Olives is in the east. Then the Temple Mount is in the west. Then Mount Hermon is in the south. And then Mount Scopus is in the north. That's where the palace is. Where the palace is. And the priests are in the south, Mount Hermon. Thanks so much for listening. We trust that you've been blessed with truth for life. Be sure to subscribe to the Dr. Obedobinga Day podcast to receive new messages every week. Until next time, remain blessed. Shalom.